This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And uh, as you get here, final whistle's just gone. Brentford played Brighton. An absolutely terrific, tremendous, very, very exciting game. If anything, probably slightly disappointed from the Brentford point of view. 2-0 up. Missed the penalty. Should have gone 3-0 up. Brighton came back into it, bang, bang, hit us on the break of the second half. Got two all. They came back. Then in injury time, Kirchbaumer popped up, scored a goal. Looked like we're going to have it. Seven minutes of injury time, but in their very last header of the game, Brighton came back in, ball in the middle, header into the goal, and they rescued this game for them. To be fair, Brentford, as we said, disappointing, but the performance there was absolutely teething tremendous. Fantastic game. You could hear everyone's flapping them off. Everyone's staying behind because it was it's good. Top of, this team, they're top of the league. And we had them on the racks probably for probably 70% of this game today. But fair play to Brighton. Good team. They came back and once they got that goal, you see they had the, 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 the towels between their legs. Uh, good game, slightly disappointing, wasn't it? Yeah, you probably need to ask me in half an hour's time, Billy, to be honest. Because I'm right now the overriding feeling is disappointing, particularly because we should have just cleared that ball at the end. But yeah, we played really, really well first half. Sat back too deep, got punished, won it for a second time, and we should have held on really. But yeah, in half an hour's time, I probably think it was a good performance, and I'd have probably taken a point before the game. Right now, I'm a little bit disappointed. What an absolutely terrific, tremendous game. The result didn't go right for the bees. I think Brighton are obviously delighted with the result coming out of Brentford. I mean, they were scared about us this game, and I think in the first half, the way that we played, they had a right to be scared as well, didn't they? First half, we were brilliant. Uh, second half, they came out a lot faster and attacked us a bit more. Uh, it's really annoying that we had to. We, we won that game twice and still ended up with a draw. It's really annoying. Uh, I thought, yeah, first half, we were magic. A lot of the second half, we were good. They, they were very good. I'm just really disappointed, Bill. I know, I just like, we won that game and we lost it again. And then we, well, we didn't lose it, but we got a draw and I was really, really disappointed. So it's interesting, I mean, disappointed. Is it similar to like, we played Newcastle, we played very well, we were disappointed. Here we got a draw against the team who was top of the league and played them off the park for probably sort of kind of 60, 65, maybe 70% of that game. A lot of disappointment there. Uh, the performance was as good as it was against Villa on Tuesday. We were absolutely brilliant all over the pitch. It's just that they were a lot better than Villa. So listen, 
gutted or, or proud? Somewhere between the two, Bill. How many times you have to win a game? That's the problem. Uh, enjoyed it immensely. Cracky game of football. After getting the after getting the winner, we should have closed it out. We didn't. We didn't. Why didn't we? I mean, you know, was it just you know, uh, were we knackered or they were too good? I can't answer that one. I really can't. We should just shouldn't have conceded. We shouldn't have conceded death the third. Simple as that. We should have closed the game out. Experience, I don't know. Whatever, but it was a great game of football. It really was. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Just shame about the very end. That's football. So B's walking away from the ground and, you know, everyone's saying disappointing, but, I mean, I turn around and say, what a, what a great game of football. Yeah, it was a good game of football. 2-0 up. Should have been 3-0 up. You know, shame he didn't score the penalty. Keeper went the wrong way, but it hit his legs and saved it. But that would have put us outside. I think I don't think they'd have come back from 3-0. Two's never enough. And a bit of sloppy defending. I think poor marking on those goals that we let in. We done we done the break, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. We done well to get get a goal back, get back in front. But at that time, Brighton was still looking threatening. So I think it's a fair result in reflection. But yeah. How could we have killed that game off, do you think? Well, the penalty would have made the big difference. If yeah. that had gone in, that would have been it. I don't think there would have been a way back then. But in the second half, obviously, we went 3-2 up. And, you know, it literally was the last header of the game, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just the way it is. <laughs> Brentford, you know, little mistakes. Little mistakes and we've just got to cut them out. We've got to stop the team from punishing us. And that's what they do. But, you know, the last two games has been big improvement all round. So. And for Nick, I mean, not with only, but this season it's all good but it's looking good as we build towards next season isn't it yeah definitely yeah uh, we, we keep some of this team together now next season maybe strengthen a little bit in the summer but I think things are looking quite positive really yeah it'd be good we're chatting about the game yeah we got, we got the Brighton boys yeah. in the house as well and look there's their bees but you know do guys top of the league flying at the top of the league you, you, I thought it was a great game of football brilliant game of football Brentford played really well first half we made a couple of defensive errors but you deserve to be tuning up second half we come out much better um, great game we scored two great goals I thought we were going to win 3-2 but then Brentford come back scored a lovely goal great penalty save great penalty save from Stockers three, yeah. three penalties in a row now he saved and we're going to come back to that because that penalty I mean you must have seen when that penalty you're 2-0 down and when that penalty came you must have thought yeah, we're, we're down and out we're going home 3-0 but he saved the game for us great save from his feet then we come back two great goals we thought we were going to go on a win a fair play to Brentford come back great scored a lovely goal but then we come back, showed our spirit. So. so Brighton, I mean, obviously your season, I'm not saying because you've had a great season so yeah. far, you know, you're up there top of the league, this you and Newcastle. We thought you are going to be running away with it, but you've just had a sort of slightly little rocky patch recently, haven't you? Yep, definitely. We haven't been playing well, our centre midfield. I think Stevens is a big, big loss. Missing Stevens today, we were a t we were a terrible in midfield. I think Brentford overrun us in midfield. The second half, I think Hewton must have had a word of him. We were much better. We brought Solly March on, much more pace, you know, and we come back. So... All good teams have a, have a blip, and it's, we've got two home games now, so hopefully we'll come win both of them. And just for us, I mean, this season, I mean, we know that we're not going out, we're not going down this season, but we're building, and we've got yeah. a couple of players in there, and as you can see, we've got a bit of attacking football. You know, you've been up there this season, and we're probably going to add a, probably two, maybe three players for next season to strengthen, but where do you see maybe we'll be compared to, you know, yeah. the teams that you've been playing so far? I think you're strong everywhere. I think it's striker, maybe, and centre-half. I think one of the centre-halves is a little bit weak, the two of the goals were headers, so maybe a centre-half and a striker, you missed Hogan, big time. I think Hogan's movement 
always helps you well. So I think, yeah, strike a centre off for you. We'll see you anyway. Well, anyway, we might see you next season. Hopefully, hopefully both, both in the Premiership. <laughs> All right, nice, mate. Take it easy. Cheers. <laughs> so, listen, Brighton boys in the house, we've got the Raw, the Albion Raw. We've got the AD. AD, and yes. listen, I know we were going to talk to you, but um, I, was, I was at a coach back from Dulwich Hamlet, and uh, I was in no... I was in the cinema. Yes, yeah, right. I was in no fit speak to speak to you yesterday afternoon, Saturday, so it's probably better we didn't speak anyway, which is all good. But today, what a tremendous game of football. Uh, for the neutral for the neutral we should yeah, the hearts were pumping we should have technically we should have had that game wrapped up by half time but it didn't, doesn't quite work like that does it no I mean the game's 90 minutes and fortunately we only turned up for 45 of those and um, we only had one player that actually uh, played for 90 minutes which is one of the, he used to play for you as well actually which was uh, Steve Sidwell. Steve Sidwell. So absolutely tremendous as well. In 2002 when we uh, we should have gone up and we played Reading here and Steve Sidwell was in that side mm. and uh, absolutely teething tremendous player he was. We do like him. But you boys, obviously top of the league, playing very good football. Um, but we more than matched you, especially in the first half. Yeah, there was a hangover from uh, Thursday night. Still. I mean, we didn't turn up at all on Thursday night and we didn't turn up in the first half today. And you know what? You had a game plan and it was absolutely brilliant. I mean, we were chatting before the game, weren't we? And you were telling me about how, how good your width is, uh, the players you've got out there. And, and the fact that now Hogan's gone. That's like a monkey off your back a little bit and you can actually play um, a, a more expansive game. Would that be fair? I mean, again, everything used to go through Hogan pretty much because he was our top player. So the thing is, we were a bit one-dimensional. So everything went through him. All the, all the other teams sussed it out. So all of a sudden is that if Hogan was marked out the game he couldn't, or didn't have a good game, then we didn't have a good game. So now all of a sudden you've got all sorts of players. You know, you've got Hotta, you've got, you know, everybody. You know, you've got, you know, Sergi Canos came on. You've got Joseph Zoon as well on the wing. You know, everyone's basically up their game. So it's almost like you don't know who to mark because they're all out there doing their thing. Yeah, and you, you're basically playing a higher line as well. Very much a high-pressing game, which is what Huddersfield were doing against us on Thursday night. And uh, it was working very, very much for you. And... Uh, you know, something needed to give, and, and you know, it was all about all about that penalty save for us. It was a massive, massive moment in the game, and it, and the whole game hinged on that. I think it was, and I mean, for us, I know we need to cut out mistakes. But to be fair, Brighton. I mean, you guys, I'm not being funny, you, you, you ain't top of the league or you ain't been up there for most of the season for no reason, have you? Um, we just don't know when to give up. I mean, it was, it was, it was just, when you look back on it now, we, 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 the game only finished 10 minutes ago, you think, what a silly game. But it was just, everyone kept going. In the second half, we, we played with the pace and the quality and the tenacity that we've, we needed to play over the past few weeks and haven't done. Uh, Brentford, they actually were, uh, they didn't give up. They, were, they held out, but there were times when you thought they were a little bit shaky at the back and we took advantage of that. When, we're not not necessarily a big booming side but what we did have was uh, a substitute came on Solly March who can be maddening either uh, a puffer wind will take him over or he'll go flying past your man and today we had it we had him going flying past your man and and he was so dangerous Knockart eventually decided to turn up and, and Murray who was getting no change out of anything uh, had to go off Hemeg came back came on and and it was it was so many things that Hewton has up his sleeve that he can do and these are the, I think it's the variety that we've got where teams will have to work out not just two or three game plans but four or five and apart from that it was just um, just a really good high quality dose of park football I'm going to ask you just quickly because, because Glenn Murray I mean he seems to have a problem with, with, with standing up straight he keeps falling over what's that all about uh, I, think, I think both sides had a bit of a yeah. go about there was a lot of that going on it was, it was, it was high intensity like game nine, nine for eight and just as wide Harley Dean getting pushed over by Solly March come yes, on yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Solly, Solly March I've seen bigger gnomes um, he's, it, was, it was just that kind of game I mean it was on, on so many levels the fact that alright Brentford were 2-0 up and playing really 
really well. If that if the first if that was the first half, there was the second, and the second half was the first. You're thinking, well, we've thrown that away, and so it's it's just the way you have to look at the whole 90 minutes and realise that actually probably two teams about equal. Everyone will raise their game for a team against the top of the side. We we find Brentford a bogey place to come. We we always get slaughtered. In fact, twice when we've lost four 0 in the past uh, few years, we've then gone on to win the division. So if that's an omen, then I'm, I'm more than happy. If we can do well at a side that we always get beaten at, then I'm happy. Your gaffer's got a bit of an Indian sign over us as well. Even when he was at Walsall, he always used to beat us. But uh, let me ask you a question, though. I mean, when, when it, we get the equaliser, bring it back to 2-2, what, what, and it looks like we we're going to go on and win the game, what were you thinking? Uh, at the time, we actually, we, again, on the terraces, we were all talking, we said, tell you something, would you go for a point, settle for a point now, or would you go for the win? Um, everyone else, like most on the terraces said, to be quite honest with you, Brighton have got their tails up. We'll set off with the point now. I actually said I'd go for the win because I thought we actually could go for it because it's one of those ones, the best sign, the best type of defence is attack. So I thought if we go for no, it again, we could do it. And uh, we came out, out of the blue, we brought Kirchbaum on who hasn't played that much game time and Bush, he put the ball in the back of the net and we were like, it? it was unbelievable, you know. So, But even when that, that, uh, that 3-2 went up, I, I, I thought this isn't finished yet. It's that kind of game. <laughs> so, yes. So, yeah, it's great. So, it's great. But anyway, listen, you boys. All the best. All the best to you as well. If you, if, are you playing against the top sides you know, for the rest of the season? Uh, well, I mean, it depends on what you say, top sides. To be quite honest with you, I think there's such a gap between the two and all the rest of them. Other than Huddersfield, I think the yeah. top, there's top three teams and then everybody yeah. else. I mean, yeah. I think Leeds, personally, are average. I think Sheffield Wednesday are average. I think Derby are average. I think all the other teams Just are average. Just do us a favour and beat them, would you? They're massive. They're yeah. massive. They're yeah. the biggest club <laughs> in the world. Yeah, I think, I think the, the one surprise team, and I hate to say it, is actually Fulham. Actually, they've played some very good football. They've played some very good football against us. They, we, they've taken us apart. and we, We've beaten them twice, 2-1, and they should have actually been out of sight by half-time in both games. They were very good. Yeah, but Fulham, they're just as likely to win 5-0 as to lose 5-0. Yeah, There's no like consistency. That. That's right. Anyway, next season, we may not probably won't see you, but fingers crossed, we'll be back on the upward trajectory with that team you've seen out there. Cheers, Billy. <laughs> So back in the pub, you know, as we as we do, you know, um, and it's that's quite it's quite nice actually. We come back to the pub. It's a Sunday evening, and it's, it's actually quite buzzing back here. It just goes to show you what a, a good performance, and uh, probably not the best result, but still, you know, I think a good performance and a, a good buzzy game does for the fans. They're back in here. They're all buzzing. A little bit disappointed we didn't win, but. I think we got to recognise the fact that we uh, did very well out there. Sunday evening is a time for being mellow and looking forward and to things to come. And I, I'm looking forward to the rest of our season because while there's a tinge of disappointment in that three-all draw, it was a cracking game of football. Brentford played really well. Brighton played extremely well second half as well to lock us back. And nobody can moan about having spent £20 to watch that today. Um, all I'm concerned about is that if we go through the rest of the season playing games like that, we're going to have a great deal of fun. So, so bring it on. We're not going up, we're not going down. So let's have some really good football for the next rest of this season. I have to admit, it's, it's actually quite nice to hear you a bit jolly because you've been pretty miserable. I don't know if it's to do the, 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 the long trip from the West Country recently. And you've been a bit down on the beach, so it's quite nice to hear you the jolliness back. Yeah, I've got jolliness in watching the beast performance. Um, 
I think it will need a longer conversation at some stage as to who has changed that beast performance and what has happened. Uh, watching TV pictures in the first half of Tuesday night's game was very interesting and I think saw a sea change in the way that Brentford uh, decided to, to play and the tactics that were put out on the pitch. I mean, you've been very sort of quite, quite shrouded and maybe we'll talk about this at the podcast on uh, Thursday, or whether it'll be out on Thursday, besotted.co.uk if you just, just check us out, Friday West London podcast, we'll do it on Wednesday. But as we said, and we discussed it probably at half-time as well, maybe there's a bit more of a team thing going on because there's lots of people out there that put their input in. We talk about Thomas Frank putting his input in, we've got Dean Smith putting his input in, a lot of people putting it in, and maybe it's actually starting to work for Brentford now, which is great. I know that you, uh, you, were, you were delighted with that game, weren't you? Uh, I thought it was a really good, entertaining game. I think um, partisan Brentford fans would be a little bit disappointed that we, we threw a two-goal lead away and then a 3-2 lead away. Um, I, I, I thought the second half in particular was quite flat until Sergio Canos came on and then Brighton really came into it. I, I mean, it's not Canos's fault, but um, it was almost like Joseph, uh, Joseph Zoom. Um, we had we had some... I think, I think it was just like um, it, it mixed things up. It, it, Brighton seemed to go really direct at that stage and it caused us all kinds of problems. Um, I just... I, I'm, I'm really happy that we played one of the best teams in this division and we've, we've only dropped, well, we, we have, we're unbeaten against them this season, uh, but the double was there for the taking, I, I thought, after that first half. Um, Yossa again was exceptional. Um, the, the penalty that um, he won, um, you know, might, perhaps he should have taken it, but then obviously Vibe after his two goals in the week, you thought he was on a high. Vibe apart from that, didn't have a, didn't have a, didn't have a sniff. So I, I thought overall it was a really good performance by Brentford. We looked susceptible to the long ball. We have done for a long time. They identified that. Um, but overall, it's been a really good week to be a B. Absolutely, totally, teething tremendous, great week to be a beam. I think we're going to sign off now because we've got a few more beers to drink Sunday evening. And um, listen, Brighton fans in the pub here, cozying up with the Brentford fans as they do. Chumming up. Chumming up, yeah, that's Chumming. right. And uh, we're all having fun. We're all having fun, we're having a laugh. Listen, we should have got three points, but hey, listen, next, next season is our season. I can feel it. We're going to be a lot closer to actually that top six uh, than we are at the moment now. And uh, as you can see, we're just, we're just slowly bringing the right players in to do it. But this is Beside Pride of West London Podcast. Check us out on Thursday, 7 o'clock in the morning. Podcast will be out. Thanks very much for listening. The last four or five podcasts have been absolutely amazing. I mean, the, the listens just been going up and up and up. We've got thousands and thousands each week, um, which is great. So, uh, yeah, we've been having an absolutely brilliant time. So we've got no idea we're going to come for on Thursday. But just check it out, besotted.co.uk. But Brentford should have got three points. Last minute winner, we thought, but it didn't quite happen. But that doesn't stop us from saying the same thing that we say every week as we support our team, as we say. Come on, you bees! The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. 
Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.